Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, everyone. It's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled Woe period Begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun and see you later. Hi everyone, Alex here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Charlie Haglin, Jason Dawson, How Should I Know, Tonya Downing, Nejev, Molly Whalen, Bonster, Richard Drum, Ben Stillwell-White, Ren Martin, Nancy S., Megan Schreiber, Keller, John Cantwell, Mel Barsana, Linny, Dan and Heather Norbury Montalto, Lucas Rosell, Anne, Katie Lannan. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, Go to www.patreon.com forward slash Rusty Quill and take a look at our rewards. Hello and welcome to episode 136 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell, and with me today I have... Ben Meredith, Bryn Monroe, Lydia Nicholas, and Helen Gould. And who are you playing? Zolf Smith. Hamid Slaharun Al-Tahan. Sel Sightbottom. And Azu. God, that was so flawless. Yeah. No problems with that whatsoever. I'm not really capable of doing anything badly. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) you know what? Oh boy. That's really bad. I mean, even if it explodes, it explodes the way I wanted it. (laughs) So we are in another delightfully warm recording, so expect everyone to be slightly weird. Our brains are pudding. (laughs) We are going to be picking up more or less where we left off, but as a quick recap, you are currently on a specific island. You are searching for info relating to... Anyone remember the name? Yoshida. Yeah, nice. So. man. Gangster man, okay, <laughs> the sure. Boy. Uh, Azu's the big just, man. Azu's just taking this the way that Azu wants, and that's fine. That's fine. Big alchemy lad. So everyone else is looking for Yoshida Shoin, and Azu's looking for Al Capone. <laughs> that's fine. Alchemy Pone. Al- oh, oh, yes. I genuinely nice. thought that's what he was doing. I, I am not on all cylinders. You have been investigating. You managed to find yourself accidentally in, let's be honest, dishonoured for a while as you were wandering through Arizona Socratic mansions full of death. And and, then, and it was all de- decayed and abandoned and... And oozes! Oh, yeah! Th- and you re- learned a, a really goo. exciting things about new kinds of uh, mould, which nope. is cool. Hamid refused to learn and continued to attack them, despite it was, making it stronger. That's not what no, she no, was talking about. I'm talking about, about the mould. Oh, I lose track. Yeah. Oh, so it's not new mould, it's... it's, it's 
documented mold. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I learned very exciting things about the effects. Very <laughs> I exciting. I have listened to the original mold now. Ah, okay. yes, the Q mold. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to be sad now that you actually know what happened rather than what people think happened. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, last thing that we is we left you off in a, a, a scientific lighthouse looking at a big toothy grin, having basically incapacitated everyone else, wearing a semblance of science gear, saying words science in big Aww. toothy grin. We're going to pick up there. So as a reminder, you are in a circular room full of e- electrical equipment. Simultaneously, some of it's actually quite cutting edge. Some of it is kind of a bit more old school. And there is a cobble, kind of a little lizard man wearing a white coat who is still awake whilst all of his cobbled friends were kind of temporarily incapacitated and are now tied up and being less interesting. I'm going to try and get information out of You're going to try. Which one looks the friendliest? Definitely the one that smiled and said science. Okay. We should uh, talk to this one. I'm going to cast Focus Scrutiny. Okay. Remind us of Focus Scrutiny. Focus scru- it gives you the plus focus, 10 to everything. I it gives me plus 10 perception, sense motive and survival <laughs> skills, plus 5 diplomacy and intimidate checks against a target creature. So what so, you do is you necker interrogation uh, poison. Uh, necker, a necker poison then like the goggles come down and like bit, little bits <laughs> zoom like in. zoom in. <laughs> like, bit, but the eyes like then look massively enlarged through the goggles. I feel like no matter the creature's going to say you're just going to yell at them zoom in hands. Just on their hands. <laughs> Sir, not not them. Oh, no. <laughs> so I was going to be like, hey, little buddy, what's going on? Okay, first roll me an intimidate check. 18. 18. Cool. I'm trying to be nice. I know. I know what you were trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> you now have a flat plus 10 to it. Okay, cool. <laughs> hey, what's what's going on? The what's... eyes go large, the smile grows small. What, are you, what science are you doing? From other people, what you can see is a pair of enormous eyes amplified by the lenses that yeah. are looking at them. Yeah. And the guy's just kind of looking at you. Science? What are you making? Just loads of science. Can you show me the science? There's some kind of gestures at some of the, like... Who's making you make the science, buddy? You know. No, I don't. Which is unusual for me. The big man. The big man. <gasps> he sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. What does he look like? I mean, he's he's big. Yeah. Bigger than points at uh, Zolf. <laughs> Creature kind of... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Points at Azu. Bigger than... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, bigger than... Azu looks incredibly surprised and incredulous. They say he's 50 feet tall. Oh, they say, ah. do they? Have With you eyes had... made of electricity. Oh, right. And I mean... hands made of electricity. I... Unlikely. Uh, well, uh, Cell looks impressed now. <laughs> oh, no, they're probably not telling... They any... say they got the best minds of the world, right? And turned him into a soup. And then he drank them, right? And then he ate electricity, and that's why he's the big man. Cell would not know anything about brains being <laughs> taken out of people. Why are you working for the big man? Science is great. Right. Let's go. Where, where is that big man right now, buddy? Buddy? How you doing? Cell has been very nice. The creature immediately looks down, then back up at you. Definitely not at the top of the lighthouse. Right. This is this a triple bluff? That's a sense motive. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. a sense motive. Give me motive. the sense motive. Yeah, which I get plus 10 to, which I only got a 2. <laughs> Any, anyone who wants a sense motive, so this can. 12. I will sense motive as well. I got, I got a 12. 12. You got a 12 with a plus 10? Yeah, because I rolled Good a 2. Good gravy! Oh, wow. I got a 15. 15? 10. 10. 7. 7? <laughs> 
this couple wow. is a genius. <laughs> a master of the poker face. There are two places master that the big the man cigar. could be. Yeah. Definitely actually at the top of the but lighthouse. This, this is clearly or as far from the top of the lighthouse as it's possible to get in this building. Quadruple bluff, I think, is in the basement. Aren't we at the top of the lighthouse? No, we're in the base of the lighthouse. You're at the base yeah. of the lighthouse. Oh, right. I think we may as well check up there. We're closer to we're... the top of the lighthouse than we are to the basement. Yep. So you, you were in the middle of an experiment just now? I mean, sort of. What 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 were you about to do? Loads of science, just just all over the walls. Can you show me what kind of thing you'd do? No, yeah, yeah. Okay. Just I'm currently at... tied up. What what can you let him have a hand free and then he can point at stuff? Yeah, we, we do that. <laughs> Again, you are not having to make any checks mm -hmm. for manhandling these tiny, yeah, weak, just, weak and tiny... manhandling them. But they are weak and tiny for weak You're and tiny creatures. <laughs> <laughs> he, so his hand's just there and he's like, right, so that one, right? Yeah. That's the red one. Okay. Okay, so, so what, you don't touch the red one because you'll die. Okay. Right. And then okay. over there you've got the blue one. Uh -huh. Right now, with the blue one, yep. that one only comes on at midday. I see. Don't put it on at night. Because if you do, yep. they hit you again. They hit you And again. then cool, you've gotcha. got the uh, yellow one over yeah. there. Now, the yellow one I'm not allowed to yet, uh -huh. right? But over there is allowed to. Okay. So if is like letting you use it, you can. Uh -huh. But it's because that one has the switch and I'm not allowed to touch the so switch wait, are these yet. Potions or are they? These machines? are massive, like electronic devices I'm, I'm around the outsides roll of the room. Knowledge engineering. Go for it. You've already rolled knowledge engineering on a sort of level, so I'm going to have to give, use this to influence a little bit. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. You're looking around. What you're seeing is a bunch of machinery that technically could be operated mm. if you just told someone when green light happens, push green. Mm -hmm. When red light <laughs> happens, push blue. Mm. Do not push it. Like, is that just labelled? Nothing is labelled, oh. and it looks it looks <laughs> deliberately so. But it's yeah, you 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 definitely get the you definitely get the sense that what someone's done is they've made something where everyone here it could be like it could be like a telegraph operator doesn't need to know how a telegraph works to push the button and hear the code, mm. that kind of thing. Hmm. So, do you think we should break it, or are we just going to go up? Well, mm. what is? I, I, These guys don't know anything useful. I mean, okay, I know loads that's useful. I know that you can't push the blue button when the green light hey, is on. You. But yeah. shut up. Right. Um, so he's <laughs> telling me how it worked. Oh. He doesn't know how. He it doesn't works. know how it works. He just knows a series of instructions that's been given. We should investigate them ourselves. Responding to simple sim stimuli with very interesting philosophical questions actions. about understanding itself. I mean, really, at some level, don't we all just respond to simple stimuli? I mean, sure, but <laughs> he, does, right he doesn't know what it does, so that's not understanding. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just waiting for. And then the Chinese instructions come in in this room, and that we use those books to translate them. Where I was going <laughs> on that long rambling journey. Yeah. <laughs> So with with that roll, that's all that one gets from that those machines. You They're already sure rolled earlier, and yeah. you know that they are to deal with. As a reminder from last episode, that's they are to deal with large amounts of electricity. Right. However, there seems to be the older stuff seems more to be about the receiving of electricity, like handling mm. large currents. Mm. The other ones seem to be more to do with doing things with that electricity, maybe sending signals of some mm. kind. Mm. But to be clear, it, it, there are two. What you did remember from last time is there are two separate sets of machinery here that are kind of on top of one another. I just I wonder if any of it is like a giant remote control and there's like some giant big robot. What's out that? There. I told you shut up. I reckon that we just destroy it because anything that Yoshida's got going on, any remote controls that he's remote controlling, we need to get rid of, right? So either we go up now because we are wasting time. If we go up now, 
um, get to the top, see if he's there. Or we just destroy this, then go up. But that might start a fire, and then we get stuck at the top of the lighthouse. So. Oh, fires are fine. There's loads of fires yes. all the time. We could always destroy it and make sure it doesn't make a fire. I'm going to guess that if these guys couldn't destroy it without meaning to, it'll actually be quite hard to destroy when meaning they to. They are very small. Uh, but also you've got, very you've capable got explosives. of disasters. Yeah, we're just going to blow the wires. up. And I've got Axe. How do they work? Uh, well, so you take this alchemical administrator. No, no, we not uh, tell Cobalt oh. how we make bombs. So it, it sounds like this room Knowledge is potentially channeling, channeling uh, huge amounts of electrical energy, and, and it sounds like Yoshida may have electricity powers if we take anything from what the Cobalt was just saying. Lies. Maybe there's a source. I'm Maybe. not a liar. You're. A, if you if I help you, can I have some bombs, please? I mean, I'm. I, I, I'm Do not, not give the cobalt I'm bombs. I'm not putting any credence in the, in the 50 foot tall made of electricity, but I'm, I'm thinking that the root of that could be has some electricity they powers. They say eat whales for breakfast. Or you lies can absolutely to the cobalt. have a bomb. breakfast for dinner. Sure, no, help me, and you can absolutely have a bomb. Don't, Alchemist bombs no, do not work in someone yeah, else's hands. <laughs> really? So, like, yeah. so. Well, me and Azu yeah, don't know yeah. that. <laughs> no one here knows trust, that. Trust me on this. Yeah, Wait, trust him. Do I, Work the same way that Sasha's bombs used to work. Who? She also made bombs. Okay, cool. There's a lot of people make bombs, Sonny. That ain't special. I don't yet. No, don't. but I could tell you how. Yeah. Why? Let's, Let's just go upstairs, shall we? For free. Um, Step one. The two other cobbles that were tied up and kind of, you know, gagged and so on. Uh, two? I think there were more, actually. But either way, the other cobbles that were tied oh, up and gagged. Three. Well, there you go. So the three that were tied up and gagged, all of them seem bloody furious whatever this one is doing. They're all like... What language are we speaking, by the way? Oh, this one was speaking common. Right, okay. There's no such thing as common. Yeah. Very fair. <laughs> Very fair. <laughs> So uh, this one is. I just accepted that for a second. <laughs> no, yeah, like tick, tick, tick. No. Yeah, uh, this this one is speaking English specifically, uh. which, by the way, quite weird yeah. for the region. Like English isn't a big language in Japan, mm. just in general. Okay, okay. Like, let's come over, here, come over here, guys. Like, okay, out of the room. It's yeah, fa- like you can just keep going till you know. I tie the tie the cobalt up again. No, like <sighs> if I give him the bomb, it won't work. You won't be able to make it work. So, like, we could get some help from the really friendly little guy who I think is cool. You know, I don't think we should trust him. On, I don't think this cobalt knows anything interesting and has been lied to in order to keep control of it. I think maybe there's definitely a power source that maybe we can disconnect. I definitely think we're spending time talking to somebody who doesn't know anything when we should be going. I I agree. Time spent in the pursuit of knowledge is always a good thing. Okay, we're well, not let's in find the out what's upstairs. We're in the pursuit of Yoshida. the man. Yes, <laughs> of an alchemy boy. <laughs> <laughs> An alchemy big boy, I'll have yeah. you. Know. <laughs> Our large All right, guys. <laughs> Our large alchemy. No, I'm just here to make sure they don't keep smashing on my village. But you know, information would be useful for that. But that's cool. Let's just find. Why don't you stay here and we go upstairs then? Okay, I'm uh, gonna look for a plug to see if I can just unplug this stuff. <laughs> Is that knowledge engineering? We start heading upstairs. Okay, yeah. so I'm gonna deal with Cell first, and then we'll deal with the party that's head upstairs. So for Cell, can you give me just a perception check? This is you taking the time. You know kind of what you're looking for already, so I don't need you to figure out. It's just looking for it. 19. Okay. I will deal with the rest of the party Mm -hmm. and then return to you. So, rest of the party, you start heading up the lighthouse, yeah? Mm -hmm. Yep. 
So in the next floor above, you see loads more equipment and what looks to be some semblance of living situation for the scientists, in bunny quotes. Think bunk beds that are about three high, so there's a couple of spare, a table, a barrel of what could be called water, and yeah, there's there's some food in there. It seems to be meat, primarily, a plate of meat, half eaten, and it, how do I put it? Comfort isn't the watchword. Uh, it doesn't appear like a prison, but... see in a Skyrim barracks. Yeah, like, there are things there so that you can go, I guess people live here, and then move past the fact that it's full of machinery. Yep. Heading further up circular staircase again, can everyone give me a perception check? Yeah. I want to emancipate the workers, maybe. If they're not evil. <laughs> oh, dear. Maybe emancipate them anyway, but then lock them up. 28, 15. 28, 10. 15, 10. Okay. After a little while, like, the hum of some of this equipment and so on, the occasional, like, spark or whatever, dies down enough for Hamid, you think you hear something fairly large moving around up higher up the tower, but it is a momentary, I think I heard a thing, and it's gone. It isn't a, you have special abilities, it is just fluke. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll relay that. I'll say, but I, yeah. I think there's something large up, upstairs moving around, maybe? Can't be certain. Right. Well, just be cautious. Big, big going. as well. Not like kind of like a tall person, like something that's possibly bigger than a tall, person. With <laughs> hands made of electricity. <laughs> with a belly full of whale. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would fit in the lighthouse. <laughs> Actually, Ahab. This is where the lighthouse goes. <laughs> I've already eaten you. We continue. Uh. Okay, yeah. The next floor up. All machinery, no space for people. You are literally in a circular stairway, and even to your untrained eyes, you're like, the maintenance on this thing must be a nightmare. Because to fix that thing, you've got to climb over that thing, and that thing's literally hot and full of electricity. Like, yeah. uh, I would pass major armor on myself. Okay, cool. I just remembered how long it lasts. Yep. Uh, <laughs> fun fact, you currently hold the world record for longest mage armor, because you started it, and then a year and a half later, it was still going. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> How did that happen? What? Time skip. Oh! <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way the world always was. <laughs> so, yeah, heading further up, this you, you're now no longer in sort of floors, which were kind of imposed on this. It is just loads of machinery spiralling up in a slightly narrowing spiral as you go higher and higher. Obviously, I did say this is a big lighthouse. But yeah, eventually you start like seeing past some of the spirals to see there is a, a it seems to be a locked grate at the top of the spiral staircase, and then a trapdoor on the other side of the grate. The grate is exactly the same kind of setup as do you remember the one that led you into the sort of mansiony bit where yeah. mm-hmm. retrofitted, bolted on, was, padlock kind. Wasn't there a trap on this when we uh, encountered but it earlier? On the other side of that grate, there is an actual metal trapdoor, yeah. but it appears to be part of the original lighthouse, like same kind of build a lot older slightly rusted very heavy no that was the that was the trap door out to this right but yeah, that doesn't mean we shouldn't it. check for traps it's just, well it's just been an ongoing nightmare i'll have a look <laughs> it's just perception but it's 18 18 no traps big lock like significantly stronger lock and i don't mean more difficult to pick I mean a physically larger, stronger lock than before. Specifically, it is made of adamantine, so it isn't something that you can just bolt cut. Or acid splash through. Our main lock picking. You would have more luck taking out like everything around the lock than the lock itself. I start casting acid splash at the at the hinges of the grate. Yeah, sure. Just let it let it 
I am literally, Where's unless anyone though? disagrees... I can, I can literally put my finger through and be like... <laughs> it's, is anyone going to have an issue with me rolling to just see how long it takes? Because that will work, but it is not a thing that you can just yeah. make it. It'll eventually fall off of the hinges and start swinging. Yeah. But, I, I mean, um, Cell might be doing stuff. So I will, I will jump yep. to Cell, but I'm going to find out for my, for my own record how long that will take. Okay. How long will that take? Because we are going to be experiencing that time passing. So what I'm going to do is deal with Cell first, and then once I've dealt do with I Cell, I will with... let you know the time that's remaining. Because just trust me on this one. Oh no! So don't trust you. <laughs> so Cell, you do eventually find mm-hmm. there are two major plugs, effectively. Mm-hmm. But this isn't a, like plugging in to make this equipment work. Everything seems to be running off a central trunk. Ah. Okay. Specifically, two trunks, one on either side. Mm-hmm. One seems to be built, like you thought, to bring electricity down from the top uh-huh. to the bottom. The yeah. other one seems to be bringing stuff from the bottom up. Both of them, on this floor, mm-hmm. have big old connectors mm-hmm. that you could just unscrew using tools that are available yep. and just disconnect. And by cables, I mean, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like thick. Thick as Big, thick, industrial human width Can cables. I unplug it? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, can I get a... Knowledge engineering? No, disabled device, please. Oh, what? oh I mean, I you are more in disabling a device. <laughs> oh, I only rolled an eight, but fortunately that comes out as 23. Okay. Uh, can I get another one, please? Okay. Oh, good lord. That's 20. After <laughs> about five minutes, two things happen. The first thing that happens is you reckon it'll take about another five minutes. He's popped the first hinge. You aren't going to make it through by grabbing and yanking. You are going to have to acid it. Like, the thing is stronger than you hoped. It is, like, acid is working, but another it's five minutes working, at least. But it's slow, slow. At the same time, you hear this distinct sound that I can only best describe as... All of the equipment around you starts sort of switching off at various speeds. Some of it taking a while, some of it's just instantly off, but everything starts to sort of turn off. Right, we better be prepared for people coming up and seeing what's going on. Yeah. Yes, as who gets her axe out. That's fine. It's worth mentioning that all of the artificial lights have turned off, but there are actual sort of slits. Not big ones, not arrow slits, but like... How do I put it? You know the very narrow industrial kind of like reinforced glass kind of windows you can get where they're they're not really for looking out so much as just letting a bit of light in. That. So it's dim, but you can see. Eventually, you hear another big loud clunk from the bottom at the same time that you burn through the hinges and the, <laughs> the grate is now hanging by its lock. Right, let's go. Okay. Um... Do we, does it need any force to push up? Can we just like? I need one question from Cell first. Yep. Having finished unplugging stuff, are yep. you staying down there or heading up? Oh no, up? I'm going up. Okay, going cool. Up. I'm like timing wise, I'm fine for you to have rejoined everyone just as you're out to head up. That's kind fine. Jogging up the stairs. Yeah. Hey guys. Good hey, job. You see, yeah, so it was worth. Yeah, it was great fun. I, so I, I, in fact, it turned out that there was actually a central trunk from which all of the. It seemed like power was coming down, but like signal was going up. But you so, got okay, it out. I, so it stopped now. Oh. Right, so be prepared, basically be prepared for guards to come and look and see what's going on. But let's uh, let's get up. How prepared do you need me to be? Just on guard. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How that that prepared? Not. Like I'm going to step back from prepared. the trapdoor. Like a bit <laughs> sure. prepared. Okay, as is going to put her head through first. Okay. So you the trapdoor opens upwards, not downwards. Give me a strength check. Ooh. Yes, big strong. Um. Big strong as Don't don't say that. That's only a 16. She has strong. 16. On a, on a raw strength, that's good. Oh. Yeah. It is good. What happens is the following. You start to lift it up. It's way heavier than it should be. 
like something on it. Oh, it's no. made of solid lead, heavy, and then you just like. I don't mean beaten by a door. <laughs> <laughs> and you start just raw powering it up to everyone else looking. There's a brief moment where the bar that she's bracing with with the other hand starts to bend. <laughs> oh, oh, it's Captain America. Yes, it is. <laughs> and on that, I think I'll take a break. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And welcome back. So, we've uh, put a couple of other lines under the no shouting rule. The only thing at the top of Helen's sheet. <laughs> yeah, guys. I, I want you guys to know we just had a really long break for Helen to calm down, but she was still giggling when we came back in. So, as you Captain America, the trap door opens. Oh no, Alex! Have you not learned? Um, the first thing that becomes apparent is yeah, there's definitely something on this. Also, the amount of force that you're putting behind it for anyone else watching, as is way too in the moment. As he's probably pushing something up that's like really big, like you know, picking up an elephant by its feet, kind of big. So just is this just an ooh sick on the trapdoor? They go, oh no, 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 pops onto its side. I cast Mage Hand just to help a tiny bit. How many pounds of pressure can Mage Hand? Five. Everyone, roll the initiative. Yeah, it were ooze. Oh yes, a natural one. Okay. A natural 20. Boom. <laughs> That's four because I have a minus one to my initiative. Eleven. Oh, I'm six raw. <laughs> okay, so with that in mind then, Z- Hamid, you're up first. I would be very oh, really? surprised. <laughs> wow. Hamid's up first. Uh, Bias. 
by a significant margin. <laughs> yeah. right I, I presume you get to act twice before anyone else goes. You wish. <laughs> so, the trapdoor has been pushed open. There is a shadow cast across it. Up, you can see a room that is brighter than the room you're in, presumably the top of the lighthouse with a load of external light. Occasionally, there's sort of... I say occasionally, even in your six seconds. There's a flash of light. A huge hulking shape is stood directly over the trap door, but the light's already gone before you can really make out what it is. It's big. But it's standing. It's, it was stood. It is stood looming directly over. It has over. legs. It has legs. <gasps> Good. Ooh. I can top it the legs. Is, <laughs> technically speaking, it has a humanoid shape-ish. Is it a golem? I cast fly on myself and zoom straight up okay. through the trap door mm-hmm. and past it. Making a fly check to avoid an attack of opportunity. You will need the fly check. 29. 29. On my fly check. I think that's... Seller's impressed. In fact, I know that is sufficient for you to just do that. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. So you. F- I probably corkscrew screw around it for style points as I, <laughs> as I fly straight up so through its face. So you zip straight so I'm, up. I'm basically going to the ceiling of whatever room it's in. So I am going to give you a cursory description yeah. of the room. You are clearly at the top of the lighthouse. Think lots of glass around the outside. The storm up here, you are in it. You are actually in the storm. It appears that the lighthouse is currently off, like completely off. Even zipping past it, it's hot. Really, really hot. So it has been on probably until, I don't know. Someone turned it off. Exactly. (laughs) It is a large emptied out room. So... In description, the fact that you zipped up actually makes it very vertical, which is going to make it hard for me to describe. I want you to imagine the interior of a light bulb. That's the best description I can give you. In the middle of the light bulb shape, you have the actual like lighthouse bulb bit, let's describe it. And it is as you'd expect. Lots of glass, very, very hot. There's stuff inside that you can't see. There is a metallic walkway that goes around that. And then there is the floor that that trapdoor was on, which is also grating, that has ladders that lead up to that circular walkway around the actual sort of light itself. Upon that, let's call it floor, that grating, is a large... It appears at first to just be something vaguely humanoid. However, it becomes readily apparent that it's got a lot more going on than that. It's as if you took the ooze that you were all fighting earlier and then mashed it into a person cookie cutter and that's what came out the other side. So this thing has arms, it has hands, it has a face, all of which are looking down. So it's a goolum. <laughs> yes! Goolum, 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 goolum. This is correct. Yeah. It is big boy. A big scary boy. But it is humanoid shaped. It doesn't have like... How do I put it? The face isn't like appearing and disappearing. Like it has a static form. It's like a jelly baby. You know oh, what? Yes. yes! I want you to imagine the biggest, scariest jelly baby you can. That's what you're facing off after. Uh, it has noticed that you have flown past. It just seems comparatively unconcerned by you. It's just small. At which point, Cell, you are up. You have seen there is a face looking down. <laughs> For the sake of it, not that it matters in this game, you can threaten feet, you can't threaten head, because it's a very, very big creature, but, you know, this is flavour. Not flav- making any cool shots. So yeah, this, this is flavour only. Your turn, Cell. Uh, can I mechanically throw through the trapdoor? Yes, 
technically speaking, because of the size of the trapdoor and the thing that you're throwing at, yeah, I won't even insist on penalties. Okay, cool. So I'm going to throw four bombs. The first one will be a frost bomb, which okay. also does cold damage and makes them staggered. Okay. If it hits. Okay, so you're launching at least one frost bomb. Yep. Oh, right, yes, then I then I, I do can't that. do any more okay, until yeah. you so do So the things. first one is a, is a frost bomb, so that's uh, 14 plus 8. So that's 22. That is a hit. Oh, hang on. Ooh. What? Interesting. But it's big. It's big. Splash only on that one. Okay. Oh, I don't like that. Um, the splash damage from the bomb. The bomb doesn't hit. So the bomb has direct hit, and if you miss by a little bit or something, it can do a... Like it can do a residual damage. Okay, so got twenty. So all right, I'll write this down. Or are you writing it down? I am going to okay. tally stuff at my end. You should tally stuff at your okay. end. Okay, one splash. And the second one. Uh, that is twenty-six. Good hit. Good hit. Third one is oh, that's only an eighteen. That one goes like just wide. Doesn't hurt anyone in the party, but that one literally it skitters off the edge of the door and just. The angles are completely all over the shop. Oh, and that is a 16. And same for that one. The dice, okay. no. You throw yep. into a trapdoor. It's yeah. more difficult than you might think. Well, I mean, like, basically, if, if it's... That's actually completely centered. If you, you needed me to roll above a 10 to hit, then 50% of them hitting is kind of statistics. Anyway, <laughs> so the first one... The does best bit of D&D. Is this a D&D, Very good point. Might edit that out. <laughs> Okay. Coward. I'm just just stating the facts. Lowry, keep it in. (laughs) Don't do it, Lowry. Keep it out. The first one, the splash one, that does 11 damage. I think it only gives the effect staggered if it's a direct hit. I know that that's the case. That's fine. Well, then if that if if it didn't stagger, then I throw another frost bomb. I can make as many as I want to. Yeah. So and with the second one, it's a frost bomb. So with a direct hit, it should be staggered if it's not immune to that. And then also I have to roll all the damage. I need three more d20. Oh, don't d- forget three, that you no, have four d6. Also, oh, as a reminder, don't forget you used a bunch of bombs last um, recording yeah, session know, as well. Yeah, I know. I know. I can only. This is the only time. Perfect. I'm. I'm. Yeah. Oh, I'm very. I'm saying perfect. Nothing it, should be perfect for everything's you. Everything's perfect. Oh, good rolls. Um, so bad. Bad rolls. Oh, Take them back. Very good rolls. Take them back. 12, I'll allow you to re-roll. 15, 16, 17. Ooh. That's 17 plus 11 splash, so 28. 28 plus stagger. Let's That's have a quick frosty. check. Yep. Let's have a quick check on the old stagger. As it stands, two went wide. One seemed to just explode right next to it and do nothing. Uh, and then one... There isn't a big splash, but its belly just goes, and then a uh, like a a white colouring sort of spreads throughout it briefly, and it does seem to stagger, as it were. It steps away from the trapdoor, and it is it gives a noise. I'd like you to imagine if you were draining a bath, you know that, uh, and then you jam a jelly down there as it's doing that. That's that's the noise it makes. I mean, you know, standard Saturday night. Also, you say it's with the trapdoor, but mechanically it stays in the same square. Yes, so it is now, how do I put it, fluff-wise, it's no longer looming. It's at the back of its square. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's, it's kind of got a lean going yeah. on. It's got a lean. Zolf, you are up. Wow. Oh, technically you can still move, Cell, obviously, because oh, yes. all you've done is just chuck a bunch Sounds of death at it. Yeah, I then thought I'd hop through the trapdoor and out. Okay. 
In which case, then, I'm pretty certain that I can't really stop you doing that because it's time. Yeah, that, that was why I did it in that order. She knows the tricks. Well, I yeah, don't know right. if that's allowed. You can, no, you can. Yes. You can. <laughs> it seemed logical. So like, yes. it, to be clear, I'm not even hiding this fact. It is clearly staggered to everyone here. Yeah. Like, it's gone all weird. <laughs> so, yes, hops through that and then scrambles off into a corner because okay, cool. they are a range character. Okay, that's fine. Just because of the climbing the ladder and so on, the way that speed works, etc., you're only going to be about 15 feet away from it. In terms of width of the room, it has a 20-foot radius around this trapdoor. Mm-hmm. No further. Like, okay. you just hit glass and that's all it is. Sounds like a fireball is a terrible idea. Because <laughs> it would be do the it, whole Bryn. room. Do it, <laughs> no. Do it, Bryn. Don't fireball it. Nothing's ever gone wrong with a fireball. Um, in which case, Zolf, you are up. Uh, also, you're right, it didn't go wrong. He passed the saves. Yes. Or so it would seem. <laughs> all of this it's is... All, all, no, all of this is Hamid's dying fantasy. <laughs> no! He died in the desert. He never came back. Oh, my God. It's fine. We'll finish oh, wow. the series, right? And then we'll just jump back to... So Hamid died, and there was just this weird weird look in his eyes. Let's play the campaign on, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> I only did that once. And I let you all know it was a fantasy, so it's fine. Don't trust you. You shouldn't. Don't. Uh, Least trusted. Yeah. Right. I mutter, go boots, go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I made some praise. And uh, levitate up towards it. (laughs) Go, go, soft boots. Okay. (laughs) Uh, And then I go up to its head height and poke it in the forehead and cast inflict critical wounds. Go for it. That Uh, sounds so cool. And dorky. (laughs) It's amazing. So that is... Oh, it's a touch tag. Wait, how do touch tags work? Am I using my you got to hit base it's attack touch bonus? AC. Yeah, is it just my... What is it plus? Is it plus my strength still? It's your, your bab and your strength. Yeah, yeah okay, so it's a normal attack. Uh, it's a large any, creature. You You're almost bonuses. certainly fine. Fine, 18. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, touch attacks against large creatures. You basically like, go past going, yeah, could touch it, could touch it, could touch it. Could touch. Where do you want to boop it? Because you could, it's, it's in the forehead. Right in the middle. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you can do that. It's trivially easy. The cool. thing is not quick. Great. Excuse me while I find some D8. So, inflict serious wounds. You can go up, you can boop. You've made the attack roll yeah. like, easy I make enough. contact. You make, yeah, you make contact. It's cool. squishy. What does it feel like? Jelly. Clammy. I'm just going to go ahead and give you a description. So you reach out and you, you know, start describing how this spell goes right up to the point where it hurts. How's it look? We've never seen you do this before. Okay, a sort of dark energy coalesces in my hand and then fires from my finger into the thing. Just as it's meant to fire into the thing, it seems to just skitter across the surface of it, doing nothing. So it has infinite spell resistance, or do I not? I don't get to roll? It's just immune to spells? You have no idea. It skitters across the surface doing nothing apparently oh no okay fine <laughs> that's that's the end of my turn then okay oh no what's your ac 17 17 yeah okay so it takes one swing at zolf misses it takes another swing at zolf just misses the thing is lumbering it is slow it has been immediately gunning for you but just didn't really make any kind of contact. At which point then, Azu, you're up. I want to chop it down. I can see how you'd want to. Yeah. <laughs> um, in which case then, you will have to climb the ladder first. 
Have I not come through? Yeah. Have, you have Max. Oh, yeah. I just opened it. You're currently on the ladder yeah. and everyone going, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> <Come on laughs> you. Beg your pardon. Well, two of us just flew past. Only one, like, clambered over you. <laughs> so tall. I love the idea that as he's holding on and then just a cell goes between the legs, between the chest and the ladder, just right up between the Whoa. Like a stick insect. <laughs> the branch that is Azu. There, yeah, they do. Dangling. Um, okay, well, Azu is finally going to enter the room. <laughs> <laughs> so you climb up, you don't provoke an attack of opportunity because you are entering a threatened square, you're not leaving a threatened square. In which case, give me an attack. Okay, I hope this is good. Nope. No, no. it's a natural one. Back on oh, form. Hug no. <laughs> <laughs> the Okay. I strained my arm muscles. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Torn a tendon. So here's what happens. You wind back and start to swing. You muck it up, but it's okay because you make contact with a bit of fist at least. Oh no! It just burns. Oh. Just really burns hard. It doesn't deal you damage at this point, but it is just a ha ah! which is why the attack goes off. What if it's acidy? Which point? Hamid. So I've seen it in theory take no damage from the cold aura of the bomb that exploded next to it. It looked like it took no damage from Zolf's spell, which I didn't recognise. So I'm thinking it may have various damage immunity. So I'm not going to try a fire-based spell. I'm going to cast Magic Missile. I am going to give another bit of extra info for people. It won't affect your turn, but it is worth telling everyone at this stage because it's on the next round. Which is, now that you're realising like you're in the room with it, this thing is honestly at first near invisible. The only reason that you could have seen it was the lightning highlighted its form. This thing is oh, clear. translucent. It doesn't have, like, bits of people in it, but it's a kind of clear jelly. It's not translucent, it's transparent if we can see it. You can see it in part, but it's difficult. The lightning, bizarrely, is the only thing that's showing it up. If it was a bright room or a dark room... It's bending the light around it. That's literally, yeah, so you are getting snapshots of this thing. I don't like it. And if it was standing still as well... You would have had nothing. The fact that you decided to lift the door up and make it move is the reason you know this thing's here. You just timed it well. Cool. So I'm assuming various, yeah, magical damage-based immunities, therefore not trying to fire a spell, casting magic missile instead. So spell resistance does apply to magic missile, but it is... It's force damage, rather, which I don't believe you can be immune to, unlike cold or fire or other damage types. There's no will save, there's no attack roll. So That's either fine. it works or doesn't. Does magic missile allow spell resistance? Yes. Okay. Good to know. So, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Apparently nothing happens. Four missiles Sorry, now. sorry. I'm up to the level where you I get... You know what? Pew, 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 pew. That's the t- <laughs> that is on me. I apologise. Uh, Lowry, don't edit that out, you know? People need to know that I'm fallible. I fouled on the number of pews. Uh, pew, 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 pew. There's nothing, nothing, nothing and nothing. That's important to know. Okay. <laughs> same... Uh, Apparently it has infinite spell resistance. Same situation for what it's worth. It skitters across the surface. It doesn't sort of plunge in and heal it or anything like that. It just... It just seems to disperse into nothingness on it. Are you going to use your move at any in any uh, way? Yes, I'm going to use my move to get out my crossbow. I rarely used crossbow. <laughs> it's so proud of you, Aww. remembering you have a weapon. Cell, you are up. You have seen everything that I've just described play out. Cell gets out their crossbow. Yay! <gasps> crossbow party. Better with a crossbow than me. Uh, it might be a better crossbow. That's also that? true. It's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> Well, what, so what you mean is you pull a lever and your crossbow assembles in your hand. Oh my god, yes it does! <laughs> <laughs> it is 
really does. No mechanical difference, but important flavour. It somehow is made up out of like all these bits that come out of this seemingly. It's it's like a coat of holding, uh, but not mechanical. It's a coat of levers. Yeah. And uh, it assembles up. It is, uh, in technical talk, a heavy repeating crossbow. Sweet. Uh, bad, bad crossbow. Allows oh, Cell to crossbow. use all the kind of bonuses that go into lots of bombs to become lots of crossbow bolts. It's a bad, um, it's a bad weapon for bad people. Is one of the reasons that, like, the fact that Cell has already run out of bombs is which why, is good. That's a good thing. Why? Yeah, I mean, it they will do less than half the damage. But yes, so that means three attacks. Yeah, it takes it takes your move action to ready the yeah, crossbow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're losing the attack that you would have got if you hadn't moved. In which case, I think I only get two. I think you. I probably I think you get, get two. two yeah. Yep, two attacks. But yes, this thing has a garbage AC though, so you're probably going to hurt it. Okay, so that's twenty-seven. Hit. And oh, natural one. Uh, the so, nineteen okay. threatens a crit with a crossbow. Oh, okay. Him? He's not wrong. 18? Is uh, that? Uh, well, plus your base attack bonus. You need to hit oh. it again. But to What's work. your base attack bonus? Uh, basically, what did oh, you get my, off that roll? My bab. No, 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 I, I misspoke. Eight. Yeah, so 26 total. 26. To you you can turn the crit, but you didn't oh, okay. threaten the second. Cool. So, so, what's your times? Critical in 1920. Uh, my... It'll be times two. Okay, yes. five, times two. So you do double damage. Okay, cool. Most yeah. things are. In which case, I, I, it, that only does 2d10 and 2d6. So that is five mm-hmm. uh, and five electric. So I, I don't think it's spell resistant because it's actual electric damage. It's not an electric spell. It's yep. an electric. You, you are you are correct. Spell resistance and yep. elemental effects are not the same thing. You shoot the thing. Yep. Wham! Slams into it. A bit of it goes wibbly. The electricity mm-hmm. seems to strike well. It, it seems a good, strong, full hit on good. the creature. So it immediately looks to you, Uh-oh. Oh. and its face distorts to fit in extra rage. Oh! Uh-oh. Oh, hey, buddy! Wanna be friends? <laughs> Zolf, this thing that was staring at you has just gone, and then, like, plasticine animation style, at Cell, and it's ignoring you entirely. Don't think it like that! It's all right, it's rubbish at punching. That's a bit so soon. I missed me twice. So, what are you doing? Hitting it twice with my glaive, using a power attack. Mm, glaive! Uh, right. <laughs> That's what I think every time I hear the word glaive. 26. 26, hit. Oh. And 27. Hit. Nope, that's a lie because that's not how that works. Uh, the second Two. one is actually... No, it's uh, 22. 22 hits. Cool. Uh, so that's two attacks of 1d10 plus 6 plus 6. Because 6 from 1.5 strength because I'm dual wielding and... Wait, 22 did you say? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it hits. So the first attack does maximum damage. Nope, not maximum 20 damage. Okay. And then another 15 damage. Okay, good rolling. Yeah, really good rolling. Okay. Bang! You slam it in the head. Just brutally hard. I mean, brutally hard. It slices deep into it. There is... Can you describe your glaive for me? Like, what's it made of... Is it like metal haft, wooden haft, that kind of thing? Uh, it's a very, this is entirely for flavour. Very simple wooden haft steel blade. Okay, cool. So you, yeah, you 
you do a proper slash across its facial features and so on. It reforms afterwards, but wrong, and you seem to do proper damage to it. It's worth noting, though, that any bits of the half that get any bit of the jelly on it, you hear a distinct It's a magic weapon. Oh, is it a magic weapon? Yeah. Then you still hear a hiss, but it's like there is no discernible mark on it whatsoever. Worth noting, though, there was no hiss from the blade. That is a detail that you would notice on the fly. Just okay. So do with that what you would. At which point, then, you still have a move action. No. (laughs) Okay. I am floating in front of it, by the way, still. That's fine. The go. The ghoulum. Yeah! (laughs) That was awkward. So, the ghoulum. Again, still furious, turns now to look at Zolf. Hello. Puts its arms out and then just sort of goes... And just turns itself into an enormous, almost flat plane of jelly. It just loses all its humanoid form whatsoever. What's your combat manoeuvre defence? CMD is 20. 20. Is it trying to charge or bull rush me? Nope. Alex was very sure to make sure that that's not what this clues into. Is it trying to grapple me because you're a monster? So, here's how it plays out. It just swamps Zolf. Oh no! Closes behind him. Zolf does not get a chance to do literally anything. It just goes... And just... The technical term is engulfs Zolf. No! He is completely and wholly grabbed by it. Zolf, can you please give me a fort save? Yes, I can. 16. Okay. I will deal with that in turn, at which point it is Azu's turn. It has just gone nom 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 and eaten Azolf. Okay. You can currently see Azolf in the middle of what was its torso. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm not worried. I didn't say you were worried. Look, I went, you're making worried noises. Ah, I went. That's not Azolf going. This, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> a worried noise would be. <laughs> it's completely different. Your facial expression said otherwise. Yeah, but it's audio, Ben. It's all audio. Not in this room. This is this is how Zolf is. I'm fine. You said that like you. Yeah, you said it. That like was you a really bad tone of voice. That's, that's, You're an actor, man. That was. Oh, <laughs> can we just let Azu take a swing at it? Fine. Yeah, just Would let me Would you like to again. full attack the thing? Yeah, bad yeah. actor boy. Okay, fine. Give me your first attack. Okay, I'm gonna go. We're gonna, ah! I'm gonna break these one at a time, by the way, for this, otherwise the mass is gonna get too complicated for me too quick. Okay. Woo! Natural twenty. Come on, confirm. Woo! It's not gonna work. It never works. Oh, you don't miss. Seventeen. Um, no, that'll plus your plus your attack bonus. That's eleven. Um, so seventeen plus eleven is twenty-eight. Yeah, that's a confirmed crit roll damage. <gasps> and that's Axe a times triple. three. So you normally get two d12s, so you get six d12s. <gasps> <laughs> you think Helen might be having some kind of... I think Helen's having the best day. Attack. <laughs> also, of goodness. Never in the history of anything ever have so many D12s been actually used. Yeah. <laughs> 60 okay. 12s simultaneously. I've got, I've got six. Okay, I so. just need to work out what you add to this roll once you've rolled it as well. Well, it's March. usually plus six. 18. So 60 12 plus 18. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might splotch it. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so many dice. That's so bad at all. I need yeah. just the total, please. Oh god. Right. Six. Twelve. Six plus n- nine. No, six oh. plus nine. Oh, that's a nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's putting them oh. right way up for you. Thank you. And then there's this. That's one. a nine. That was a nine as well. Nice. There's too many big numbers on the board. That's a good roll. Oh! That, that's too many d6. Which, which one didn't Ooh. you roll? Not the yellow one. Not the okay. yellow one, but added later. <laughs> Thank God. Um, okay. Oh, God. I can't. 
I'm sorry, are the numbers too high <laughs> yeah. on the damage you're dealing to my Literally creature? Yeah. My little big 29, boy. 29, 37, 46. Plus 18. Whoa. That's ridiculous. <laughs> How much was that? Ah, the tank. 46 plus 18 is... 64. <laughs> I need to check. I need to check. That's your filthy love. <laughs> that's not even topping out the microphones. It's topping out her that's, voice. That's like the same as the maximized I fireball. I need to check. Yeah, that's Did you use your additional thing that kicks in on the first attack? Yes, that's why it was six D12. Good, I needed to check. Okay, cool. So... Oh! Wait, wait, wait! The way that the way that the last time, the last time that, that like the like having experienced a crit while Alex has that kind of expression, I would be concerned. Lydia yep. is right to be concerned. What do you mean? Your large axe sweeps into the creature, a fine torso hit that slops through it. Dashes Zolf hard, no! dealing him 32 points of damage and out the other side. As it's fine, I got loads of him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll end the episode there. <laughs> I'm so, so happy cool. that you keep critting on creatures it's specifically so cool. designed to punish you. So, for just, it. just just very quickly, I would like to uh, make a point of order. I've got 50 hit points left. It's fine. Left? Yes. I've got 82 left. hit points. Let's be clear. <laughs> I'm such a beefy boy. Let's, let's be clear, though. Azu does still have three attacks to go. Oh. One. One attack to oh, go. Oh, lame. Fine. I'll end it there. You probably can't accidentally kill Zolf this round. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution non-commercial sharealike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was directed by Alexander J. Newell and produced by April Sumner. To subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our Patreon, visit rustyquill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill, visit us on Facebook, or email us via mail at rustyquill.com. Join our community on the Discord via the website or on Reddit at r slash rustyquill. Thanks for listening. Episode 136 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host and GM, Alex Newell. With me today, I have... Ben Meredith. Bruno Monroe. Uh, uh, Lydia Nicholas. Yep, I can do this. <laughs> and who are you playing? Zolf Smith. Uh, salad. Well, salad. Salad. <laughs> salad. Sorry. playing salad. <laughs> trying to read a thing off my character sheet while simultaneously answering the question. Uh, should we give well. it a go again? <laughs> Thank you. It's already very hot <laughs> and our brains are pudding. I flourish on your misery. <laughs> Stupid sexy grizzle. <laughs> 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 the the cursed content. <laughs> oh my god, that content was so <laughs> good. <laughs> I am Carry I was fine with him being well. sexy. It was giving them, giving him, giving him your hair. I was like, no, really Never even considered it. I am good to press on. Facial hair was bad enough. It was the facial hair and head hair as well. They made my hair nicer than my actual hair. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woebegone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woebegone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woebegone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun, and see you later.